Hey, Rad Dads out there. We're back for the 12th episode. Not the 11th, but the 12th. We are here to discuss how to invest in yourself. What do you do to stay healthy mentally and physically? I pick things up and put things down. Well, I don't see the results, Sal, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) I can't remember the last time I smelled the gym. Me neither, and I stopped going to the gym about, uh, yeah, about a year before that. Actually, no, I'm lying. Every morning I wake up and I, uh, I go to the gym. Do you? Yep. I what? wake up, I lie in bed, and I think about the gym, and I do my workout. <laughs> it works out pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you know, I used to go to, there was a Fit 36 in our town, I'm like an orange therapy ther- theory or some, something similar to that. Orange therapy? Yeah, orange therapy. What the hell's orange therapy? <laughs> orange theory. Oh. I said therapy, I meant theory. Okay, same thing, like a high-intensity workout, oh. CrossFit. So used to do that. Well, they went out of business in our town, so that's no longer there. That's what happens when you don't pay the bills. Yeah, and you don't pay your landlord. One of the things that I've done recently, at least with COVID, is I've actually started meditation. So, Get out of here, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So in the morning, I do about 10 to 15 minutes of meditation. On the throne? No. <laughs> I mean, that's an additional 10 to 15 minutes. But... <laughs> I, before I start my day in the mornings, we'll go through my morning routine on the mornings. I actually hit what I want to do. I get up at five. I start writing between five to six kids wake up about six. And that's why I get up at five to do something when no one's awake. Can I, can I stop you there for a second? Mm-hmm. Cause I think this is the second or third episode that you mentioned that you wake up at five and you write. Yes. What do you write? I write whatever <laughs> I feel like writing. So I write you got a journal or a diary. No, no, no. So I have written two novels and one short story. Nothing's fucking published. So, Get out of here. No. I had no idea. Yeah. So I recently started working with an editor and she's been very vocal on what I need to change. So she had me revise my first chapter and my prologue and that ended up destroying, not destroying, but changing the story so much I had to essentially start rewriting it from, oh, wow. from the beginning. But I will say is, I doubt she listens to this, so it, it's fine. But I, I will say that what I wrote for my first chapter was probably the best thing I've ever written in my whole life. What type of... So I'm a big dork. So it's... it's <laughs> Fantasy. This book is urban fiction. Well, I'm calling it urban fiction. So it's, it's young adult urban fiction, similar to... Sal's not going to know this, but essentially like Dresden Files or The Iron Druid. Those are some of the influencing... Are those characters in Harry Potter? Those are not characters in Harry Potter. So it's Harry Potter, but edgier. Oh, Hey, hey, air quotations. Edgier. So it's it's a little. Uh, I mean, it's it's changing. So I really don't have the total synopsis on it right now. Everything's up in the air. It was. I'm not even gonna go into it. It's it's changing. I'm hoping to have it done by early next year, and hopefully, I can submit it to a publisher. That is awesome. I I hope I, this is the first time I've heard of this. I never knew. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I've you've passed a comment about writing before. I thought you knew. Th- this is honestly, I, I had no idea you were a writer. That that is that's pretty cool. I try to be a writer. Do you I'm go a, by a? Uh, no, a, I go by my full name. So <laughs> I, I have I don't have a web page. I have nothing. So I am just writing to enjoy myself. I actually. Funny enough, this is a funny story, and I thought I told this on the podcast, but maybe I never did. I had always talked with one of my friends who I worked with at IBM about writing, and this dude was very creative. He's a VP of HR somewhere, I think now, or head of something. But he was very creative, very dorky, just like me. And I had asked him, I'm like, why didn't you ever write? He goes, do you know how much effort it is to write a novel? And at the time, I didn't. I was ignorant, 20, early 20s 
guy who had no idea about the world. I was, and I'm now an ignorant 40-year-old. So this is completely off topic, but there's two different types of writers. There's plotters and there's pantsers. So plotters kind of plot out the whole story. They know beginning to end. Right. They have the character arcs. They have the plot. They have, you know, either three act or five act, whatever it is. Pantser writes essentially whatever they want. And what's it called? The what? Pantser. Pantser. They put your pants down. Pantser. Yeah. All right. So you essentially just write and hope it turns out as you expect. So So that's what I did. Pantser. That's what I tried to do. Did not work. Oh. So I wrote all this stuff for reflow and I started on my honeymoon. I was very inspired when I went to Venice and Venice is absolutely beautiful. We would walk around pretty much all morning. I dragged my wife everywhere. We'd go to St. Marco Square. We went to uh, Marino. We'd walk around through the canals and it was just so inspiring and I loved it. And it, I want to take a step back. You made a comment that this is totally off topic. I, I don't think it is because this is how you invest in yourself. This, this is, is how- your... This is your peacetime. This is your mental flush. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, so this, that's this true. Yeah, that's right on topic. All right. So I started the first time I ever wrote was when I was on my honeymoon. And it was in a place that's absolutely gorgeous to me. Now, if you go to Venice during the summer months, I've heard it's not so nice. But I went in May and it was absolutely beautiful. May, June, the end of May, beginning of June. And that's when I started writing. What I wrote was garbage. Because I wrote in like a notepad. I trans I tried to transcribe it into Word document or whatever and it was it was horrendous. So I rewrote it that time. And that book, which is not the book I'm working on right now, I actually am gonna go back to and rewrite once me and my editor go through my current story and see if I can get anything out of it. The book I'm writing right now is based in the nineteen nineties. It's based in New Jersey, so there's a lot of familiarities for me. The other book is completely fantasy in a made-up world, on a made-up place, very different. And I'm not going to go more into that book because there's a lot of work still to be done. But this book is something I'm actively working on. So if you're a writer, you know about 250 words are, are a page. So I try to bang out at least a 1,000 words every morning. Wow. Now, some mornings I get a 1,000 words. Some some mornings I get like 200. And it just doesn't flow. And some mornings I sleep at. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So I started at 5. I hopefully get till 6 before my kids wake up and then we you know i'll try to go to 6 30 hopefully but sometimes they're just not willing to participate because i don't want them watching tv in the morning i want them to get ready for school like on the weekends i don't care what they do they can go outside they can go watch tv more on the monday through friday i want a, a regiment and then once they leave they leave 7 45 for school i take the 15 to 20 minutes when no one's home and i start meditating and it's really something I've done recently. There's been a lot of anxiety from my perspective because you, you're cut off from your employees, the people you deal with on a day in day out basis. You're not in meetings with them. You're you get up, and I was actually talking to my wife about this before. There's no break. You get up, you go to work, you stop all day. You yeah, you stop. You eat dinner maybe, and then you're back checking your phone, checking your email until you go to bed. You don't stop and there's no break. There's not a commuting time. So even though everyone hates commuting, that 30 to hour, hour and a half you're commuting gives you a break. You can't check your email. You can't, you get to do your thing to now. Yep. That's why I love the five to 6.30. There's no one bothering me at five to 6.30. So I'll get up at that time. My wife hates it because I have like 10 alarms that go off to get me up. But to me, it's investing in myself this book may may never amount to nothing or maybe i'll become 
a top selling author, which would be fabulous. Maybe I'll be the next George R.R. R. Martin who doesn't finish the series. That'd be awesome. But and get paid by HBO. It'd be fabulous. But the reality is it's not going to happen and I'm not going to make a lot of money on it. But it's more for me. You got to believe. You got to believe. I enjoy it. I think the story is cool. But at the same point, it's really for me to do me. Not, not for anything But that's else. you investing in you. That's how you invest in yourself mentally. Correct. I mean, and you mentioned that you go, uh, you used to go to Fit36 for uh, physical part of yes. investing in you. Me, what I do in, to invest in me, lots of family time. That's, and eating right. I try, to, I try to do the right thing. I'm on a vitamin kick now. I really don't eat many meals during the day. My only meal is dinner time. So I kind of intermittent fast. Take a step back. Me and Sal have both been doing intermittent fasting for at least a couple of years now. Yeah. So now are you on a full 24-hour fast or are you regimented or what are you doing? It's once a day. So I drink water and coffee, uh, coffee in the morning and then water all day until dinner time. Okay. So it's once a day. So I'm similar, but I do a 16-8. So if you know what that means. It means essentially I can eat for eight hours, but I'm not eating for 16. So we'll eat dinner at like six o'clock. I won't have anything past eight o'clock. And then from eight o'clock till noon, I'm not eating anything. At noon, I'll have something to eat and I do the same thing. Coffee, water, that's it. Actually, and the new thing I've been doing is green tea. Just because of the health benefits, yep. the antioxidants. 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 Yeah, I fumbled that word. So for that purpose, and I may have one or two cups of green tea. It really depends on, on the mood I'm in, but primarily just water. So what else do you do? I, I get into my kicks where I juice. I make myself a fruit juice for the morning. Then I'll do a vegetable juice for, for lunch. And then dinner time. That's when I used to do a lot of walking. What are you laughing? What do you like? You don't like my juice? I think juicing is the dumbest thing. Why? I, why? That's I've how you get your raw vitamins and, and, and nutrients. Here's my thing. So I did keto. You know this for yep. about two years. I went to the doctor, told him I was doing keto. And he's like, listen, if you want a diet to stick to, he goes, you should do the Mediterranean diet. So I said, okay. And me and my wife last year, I think it was last year, we talked about possibly going vegan, possibly doing vegetarian. Vegan, I mean, after looking into it, it's, it's tough. So if people were vegan, kudos to you. I don't think I ever could do it. Now, if you look at the Mediterranean diet, regimented as I was with, with keto, but with the Mediterranean diet, I'll have maybe red meat once every couple weeks at most. If I want like a cheat day, if I want to have like a burger or a steak or something, and then the rest of the time it's very vegetarian and I'll rarely have chicken just because I'll have, everything will come from fish or beans. So my wife and I tried this last year. I was working with a guy and he put me on to, if anyone has ever seen it, it's on Netflix, it's called The Game Changer. You ever see yeah, it? That's that's what prompted everything. And that's what prompted my wife and I, we committed to meet once a week and then vegetables and fish the rest of the week so it was primarily vegetables and then you know maybe shrimp or or whatever for mm. the fish my my kids like salmon so we'd, we'd buy salmon but if you haven't watched that documentary on netflix the game changer it will absolutely open your mind to possibly going vegan i mean i don't think i could ever do vegan you look into it of what it is, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, I believe, is a vegan now. And it's just mind-blowing how they're able to limit themselves to veganism. You get all your nutrients from plant-based foods. And we don't necessarily need protein from animal products. So my big thing now, and, and we've discussed this in the past, me and you, off-air, 
is doing that chickpea salad. Oh, that stuff is awesome. It's awesome. I make it Sunday night for the week, every week, and it's real simple. And that's one of my meals. Like a lot of rice and beans, chickpeas, a lot of beans, a lot of, I mean, it's mostly beans and salad. And if you look at the Mediterranean diet, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's mostly beans, no meat, primarily a lot of fish. Well, chicken. They chicken, use chicken as well. They do light. So I re- I'll eat chicken maybe once a week. I won't really eat red meat. I'll eat red meat once a month at most. I really don't anymore. So so this is we're talking about investing in ourselves. So we we only get older. And <laughs> no, I thought we get younger too. <laughs> well, it depends on how you're working out or taking care of yourself. So what we put in our bodies actually it matters. So if you're eating processed foods every night, you know, you're destroying yourself. Well, that's the other thing for me too. And that, that I've been made more conscious about is less processed foods. So I'm not eating chips. So I'm not eating, I'm not eating any of that shit. Dude, you had a Big Mac last night. Come on. No, I didn't have Big Mac last night. <laughs> so that's another thing. I don't eat fast food at all. You can ask my wife. She'll go get fast food for the kids. I have no interest. Wait. You're in your 30s, 40s. You know, when you're eating that shit, I would highly suggest changing your diet. I am probably at the best weight I've been at since I was in high school. Wow. I, yeah. So after I lost, so if I was still at the lowest weight, I was lighter than what I was when I graduated. And then I changed the diet and went away from keto. The thing with keto for me, and this is, I, I was very suspect of it. See, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pros and cons about keto. Everybody says keto is the, is the Atkins diet just, you know, re reworked. I mean, it is though. Think about it. It's, it is very similar to the Atkins diet. The Atkins diet was all protein and you never really talked about fats, right? right. With the Atkins diet. It was just consume as much protein as you can. No carbs. The keto diet is more about the, the healthy fats. And if you're talking healthy fats, that means avocado, that means cheese, that means bacon. You eat that stuff, you're bound to have a heart attack at some point if you sure. keep that up. It's well, a short-term fix. It's not something that's sustainable. Everything in moderation, though. You know, it you is. Can. But when you think about the keto diet, it's pretty much no, no carbs. It's a lot of fat. So it's a lot of avocado, a lot of guacamole. Because guacamole, guacamole, bacon, that's the big, one of the big things that they talk about. It's a big staple of it is eating a lot of bacon. I didn't really eat bacon until I went on the keto diet. (laughs) Now I don't eat bacon. I mean, that's the other thing. So you go from the keto diet to the Mediterranean diet. You stop eating bacon. You stop eating sausage. You stop eating red meats. Well, they don't have that in the Mediterranean. No, it's it's fish, which here's the thing. The keto is clean. It is clean. So the keto diet is great for you to do. If you have diabetes or your borderline diabetes it's very good ketosis is incredible but you have to stay in ketosis and the problem is if you're not monitoring your ketosis the keto diet you're just eating the diet and not worrying about the actual side effects right and if you're not that regimented that means you're not really doing what the keto diet is you're saying you're a keto diet but you're really not the mediterranean diet there's no like peeing on a stick in the mediterranean diet you eat fish Positive or negative? Does that give you the... Uh, when no, you it turns purple, red, I have purple, <laughs> whatever it is. I forget. I used to have them. I'd buy them. They would actually expire very, very quickly, and you'd have to keep them in a very dry place so they really couldn't be in the bathroom, but I always kept them in the bathroom, and then they'd be useless in like a week or two because the kids run the water until apparently there's a flood in the bathroom because they right. think it's a sauna. <laughs> but with the Mediterranean diet, it's all about fish, all about 
all about getting your protein through other sources besides meat. And to your point, it's moderation. So yeah. it's learning, hey, listen, I get a sandwich. I don't need to eat the whole thing. Well, look, for me, I know a small chicken breast. If I finish that chicken breast and drink, a ga- uh, not a gallon of water, a glass of water, I'm set. I'm full. I don't have to eat anything else. So I challenge to any, any listeners out there, all two of you, next time you got chicken, grilled chicken, have, have the breast, drink breast. a glass of Win- Windex. <laughs> you screwed me up there. Drink a glass of water, and I, I bet you'll be full. I'm curious if anybody actually will hear what I said previously. <laughs> These mics do pick up. But so that's 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 us talking talking about how we invest in ourselves uh, from a diet perspective. From a diet perspective in our health, um, I, I get on the vitamin kicks right now. I'm on um, it's called Immunetti uh, Vitamin. There's D3, zinc, echinacea, elderberry, and did I say zinc? Is elderberry from Harry Potter? No. Oh, that's Elder One. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no. It's not. He's making Potter. shit up now. <laughs> and uh, zinc. So, it, to me, that's the fountain of youth. One of the uh, people that are that's the face of this this uh, vitamin is Tim Tebow, uh, and Tim Tebow to me is a very uh, trustworthy individual. So I, I I get on my my vitamin uh, kick. So that's what I'm on now. Uh, that's how I'm in, investing in myself. So is he a sponsor or is he a he, spokesman? He's a spokesman for it. Okay. So mentally, what I do once a year, this is my mental break. Once a year, and I believe I've, well, I've discussed this on previous podcasts, I go on a winter camping trip with friends. I believe this is nine years running now. We do a cabin trip. We go up Friday, Saturday, and we come back Sunday. It's just a weekend where we disconnect, no phones. We hang out around the fire pit outside. We cook, we drink, we eat, we play cards. Inside the cabin, there's a wood-burning stove. At nighttime, when it's cold, we you know get that thing going and we hang out inside. But that's my that's my mental disconnect. That is awesome. Once a year, just the guys BSing all you know all night, all day. And there were there were times where we went on a hike, which is actually pretty cool. And other times, it's by the time you're done eating breakfast, you know, you're starting to cook lunch. <laughs> Must be one hell of a breakfast. When you're done with lunch, you know, and you're done cleaning up. Shit, it's dinner time. Let's let's start cooking dinner. I think they're drinking a lot while you're there. <laughs> uh, it, it's funny. I was talking to my buddy the other day, and we went from four cases of beer and one bottle for the weekend. We went to five bottles and one case of beer our last camping trip. Damn. Yeah. And you were only there for, what, two nights, three days? Two nights, three days, yes. So the third day, you pretty much... You're waking up uh, questioning why you drank so much the night before. You try to try to get the fire going to cook some breakfast, and then, and then we head out, pack up, and head out. That's awesome. So that, that's my way of disconnecting mentally. It's once a year for me for, for a few days, and, um, you know, it's fun. It's a good time. That's awesome. So we've talked about pretty much the mental health of investing in yourself. We've talked about diet. What about physical? So what do you, you kind of touched on it real quick, but do you, what do you do physically? So I tried, my wife and I tried a few weeks ago. I, I try to be as physical as possible. If, if, if I can walk somewhere, I'll, I'll walk. I used to, I used to do a lot of walking for work given my, what I was doing, but my wife and I started walking in the morning, mornings, weeks ago. I, I set a goal that if we could maintain three weeks of waking up in the morning and going for a walk, 
I was going to join one of the local gyms. She and I wake up first thing and, and head to the gym. But that didn't happen. So <laughs> we're not joining a gym anytime <laughs> soon. So, But I am, my, I am a soccer coach for my daughter. So when they're doing calisthenics, I, I join in. I try to do as much calisthenics. When my middle daughter goes to soccer practice, I stay over, and then I'll just walk the track just to get in, yeah. know, get some, some form of exercise. So I think one of the things that I've done recently, probably since Father's Day, well, maybe a little bit more recent than that, I didn't have a Fitbit before. So we're Samsung people. I actually didn't wear a watch because Samsung's watch, their smart watches are very heavy. It was just killing my wrist. <laughs> Sounds so bad. But it was it was it wasn't light like an Apple Watch or a Fitbit. You make it sound like it was you had a center block strapped to your I wrist. Felt like it. So I have carpal <laughs> tunnel. So that, that may uh, be why. But it really just ended up hurting too much. And even this, which is very light, ends up hurting some days, and I have to take it off because that's my carpal tunnel is not as bad as some other people's, but it's bad enough that it flares up from time to time. I'm waiting for the comment. So I'm just keep looking straight ahead and not at Sal so he doesn't make the comment. So what I've been doing is trying to get 10K steps in. And when you're working at home, it is very difficult because you're not going anywhere. I, me, and my jo- me and my wife were joking about it. When I go into the office, so I have to start going in one day a week. I actually have to walk further than five steps to get to the bathroom, to get coffee. Like It's not right there. So actually, yep. at the office, there's no one there. So there's no coffee anymore. There's no, there's no microwaves. There's there's wow. really nothing. So you go out for everything. So actually, I think this week or last week they opened up one of the microwaves. But it's it's purposely done so that people aren't congregating in a central area yeah. and you know possibly spreading COVID. But at spreading the same what? COVID. Oh, <laughs> I thought maybe I said the wrong thing. No. But my my point is is that. I've been trying to make an effort even while I'm working from home to go for a walk in the morning, go for the walk at lunchtime or go for the walk in the evening. But again, I coach two soccer teams. So the days, the days we practice, I'm running with kids. I'm, I'm making sure I'm walking. I'm, I'm, you know, running around the field like a crazy person. The days of the games, I'm screaming like a Looney Tune, running, running them, making sure they understand what they have to do, making sure that they're following the rules because I'm not sure where our listeners are from. I assume they're from most of our listeners are from this region two we live in. All, There's two, two of, of them. them. Probably my mom and my, my sister. <laughs> yeah, your sister. <laughs> There's a lot of different rules this year where the kids, when they come out of the game, have to put on a mask, have to get hand sanitized. So it's on top of coaching and making sure the kids are getting like everyone's getting equal time. They have to make sure they're following this stuff. Funny enough, Sal, right? So one of the things I've been doing in addition to, so we've talked about mental health. So my morning mental health program regimen, I have an evening mental health regimen. And come on. It just you just got away. a notification? Yeah, I just got a notification. So I wanted to show you, but of course I snoozed it. Every night between 8 and 9. Personal growth? I put in a reminder to do personal growth. Does that, does that require touching yourself? No, that's at a different, <laughs> different time. <laughs> so, pers- <laughs> so personal growth. For for me, so I was reading a book on management and on how to, so I'm reading, I think, three or four books right now on business, um, self-improvement, and see, some, something see, else. But you can do this, because by 8 o'clock, your kids are passed out. Oh, yeah. So it's you and your wife time. At 8 o'clock, 
my kids are still doing laps around the house or yeah. we're, we're fighting with them no. to go in the shower. No. So you can do this at eight o'clock. You know when this happens? When, when personal what? growth happens to, for me? <laughs> you know when my notification of personal growth goes when off? When does that happen? It goes off at 1130. Fuck that. That's my personal growth. <laughs> So, and you know what that is? What is that? I lay down in bed. Sleeping? Yes. And, and, and I watch the back of my eyelids. So one of, the, one of the things I'm reading right now is High Out- Output Management by Andrew Grove, who's the ex-CEO of, of Intel. Incredible book. But you can't re- – like for me, I can't sit there and read for hours. It's not like, it's not like Harry Potter, right? Where, or, or a book like that that will engage you. Like it's a very educational book, a very challenging book. It's – I'm not saying it's it's not entertaining. It is, but at eight o'clock at night. So I'm great early in the morning. In the evening, I'm like, yep, I've like a zombie. Yeah, it's checkout time. So between eight and nine, I try to put in as much as I can. What I traditionally do is between eight and nine, I'll if the kids are going to bed and and it's my night to put them in bed, I'll lay down in their room and just read while while they're trying to put themselves to sleep. And then they'll complain that they can't go to bed. And I'm like, I'm reading. Leave me alone. So I'll read my son a book and then I'll do that. But so I'm reading three or four books while on kind of improving my skills. And that's another thing that I do. And then from nine till whenever I go to bed, I'll watch some, a little TV. I'll research fantasy sports. I'll do, you know, whatever, play some video games. So I play video games too. So whatever works. I, so we're at 30 minutes right now. We don't even gotten that lesson yet. And nor the, nor the bourbon. Review. Nor the bourbon, but we did finish our first class. So I, I'll never forget. Um, one night, my kids actually went to bed early. It might have been quarter to nine. My wife and I didn't know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> We're like, is this really happening? Like, it's quarter to nine. It's still, it was over the summer. It's still early. I was like, holy shit. What do we do? <laughs> the funny, I, I think we sat down and watched the movie. The funny thing is, my younger guy, by 8 o'clock, he's out. 8.15. The older guy, who's nine... Nine and a half. Some nights it's it's eight o'clock and he's out. Other nights he'll be like, it's nine o'clock and he's still like, I'm not tired, Dad. Like, oh my God, you gotta be kidding me. Like, you've been laying in bed for an hour. Send him to my house. Yeah, I'll send him to your house. <laughs> he'll fit right in. So it, it it's most of the time they put themselves to bed, but like last night couldn't go to sleep. Then he woke up at midnight. I would, and that's when last night for some reason I couldn't fall asleep. So I was up at midnight ready to go to bed. And down he comes, walking down the stairs. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, please tell me that's the house creaking. <laughs> so from a dad lesson point of view, so we're at 31 minutes. Woohoo! It's going to be a little bit longer episode. I apologize. And by the time I edit it out, it's probably going to be closer to 25 minutes. You want right. to do the lesson? I'll do the lesson. So to complement this episode, our dad lesson is make sure to take time for yourself. So like I do, I get up at 5 to make sure I get me time between your job being a father being a husband all require time for for other people you know to other people depend on you but when are you taking that time when are you taking that time to yourself and it's not hanging out with your friends either right it's there's a difference you hang out with your friends you're socializing you're having a good time but you also need time for yourself to reflect your day in day out take time read play video games just relax and don't think that you're being selfish by wanting that time for yourself to decompress or just gather your thoughts. It's healthy for both partners. It's healthy for yourself. It's healthy for your wife. 
you know what? And it's even healthy for your kids. Just that time to just sit down, relax, decompress, and, and think about the day. Think about your goals. Just unwind. Um, and if, it, if it's sitting in a dark room, closing your eyes and meditating, hey, so be it. If it's taking a long walk in the rain, yeah, that, that works. Yeah, I typically, so I know you walk with your wife. I typically walk by myself. That's me time also, is I'll just do a loop around around the block. Not not around this little physical well, block, but into well, town. Now we walk the dogs, so the, the dogs aren't allowed in the backyard anymore because we put new grass down and we don't... Oh, want so they're not allowed? No, 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 <laughs> no. they no. can fertilize the grass. Uh, yeah, and then that fertilizer turns my grass yellow, so... <laughs> so now we walk... So that's... That's our alone time. We'll take the dogs for a walk. You know, that's our special 10 minutes a night or whatever it is. But invest special, in yourself, not special only. Special 10 minutes a night. Yes, Go ahead. Yes. 10 minutes. You got that right. <laughs> 10 minutes. But you have to invest in yourself, not only physically, but you need to mentally for your health and, and emotionally. You know, get, get your head straight. You a couple minutes a night or a week or, or whatever, whatever makes you, whatever you feel gets your head right, go do it, man. It, cause it, it's healthy. It's healthy. You may not be the breadwinner. You may not be, you know, bringing home the biggest paycheck, but you're the dad, you're the husband, you, you know, people depend on you regardless if you're the breadwinner or not, you're the staple of the, of the family. You're there and people rely on you regardless of what your financial role is. You have a, a familiar role. Is that even a word? A family role, whatever it is. And people, you know, your kids look up to you. Most of the kids look up to you. You know, for me, it's a little bit different than Sal. I come home and it's like WWE in here. Like kids are standing <laughs> on tables, jumping off. Like, no, I'm just kidding. They're not on tables, but they are like... It's, it's a wrestling match from the time I walk in the door, from the time I come downstairs. And Does your wife tag you in when you walk through the door? Oh, yeah. <laughs> tomorrow, so I'm going to work tomorrow. She's going to, as soon as I get home, it's going to be like, tag your <laughs> By the time I get home, it's going to be like, all right, it's your turn. So, and tomorrow there's no soccer practice. So that's even, that's even going to be better. So I think we'll pause here, but just to tease this a little bit, we're going to try something brought to you by Journeyman Distillery. And can't wait to give you our review yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right and we're back this is the bourbon review as mentioned before the break we are tasting sipping drinking journeyman distillery buggy whip wheat whiskey so it's not a bourbon it is a whiskey Uh, so the alcohol classification Handmade kosher organic whiskey, also known as Buggy Whip Wheat. Uh, the distillery is Journeyman Distillery, located in Michigan. Give you a little backstory on the uh, company. It's fondly known as the Whip. Buggy Whip Wheat whiskey is named after one of the products uh, produced here at the historic Featherbone factory back in the late 1800s. E.K. Warren. A producer, a, a businessman who revolutionized the production of corsets and buggy whips in the 1880s, E.K. set the precedent of hard work, innovation, and adventurous spirit. We salute E.K. for his willingness to take risks 
and we honor his adventure with our buggy whip wheat. This single grain whiskey showcases the high quality and terrier of the organic uh, Michigan wheat used to produce it. The 100% wheat provides a soft sweetness and smoothness to the whiskey, unlike any other reminiscent of an Irish whiskey on this palate. Proof is 90, 90 proof, which is 45% alcohol by volume. Age is unknown. The mash bill is unknown. It has not won any awards. Uh, I'm going to say it is a deep amber, deep amber color. Yeah, I right. agree. Deep amber. Price point, anywhere from, depending on where you are, 35 to $50. Nose aroma for me. I get a very strong caramel uh, smell. Uh, tasting notes for me, I taste it. We're actually tasting it neat. Uh, I get the oak and the vanilla. Uh, finishing, uh, smooth, lingering flavor of oak. Overall, it's not complex. It's a very easy sipping uh, bourbon with or without ice. Obviously, the longer you let it sit, the better it, it, you know, it opens up and, and, and the tastier it gets. Um, my ranking for the journeyman distillery buggy whip wheat is let's go to commercial break (laughs) (laughs) so i just want to go back to one thing the dude they're naming this about used to make corsets and whips whips. (laughs) so very interesting dynamic here that he made corsets and whips come on he was very innovative he's uh he was a hard worker it was hard about something that's for sure (laughs) So I'll give. It says he's adventurous. Yeah, apparently he was for that time of age, making corsets for for women. All right. So for me, this is interesting. I really like this this whiskey, and when I told Sal about it, I said, "Listen, this is not a whiskey everyone's gonna love. I feel like it's a unique taste. While it's smooth, it has no burn. It, it's honestly there's there's a sweetness and there's a spice to it. For the aroma, this is really weird. It's gonna sound weird. Yes. But I smell sriracha, all right? I don't know if that's just way too much. I've been eating too much sriracha recently. But it reminds me of blue uh, diamond sriracha almonds. And it has that spicy smell to it. And it sounds really weird. But if you buy it, it's called Buggy Whip Whiskey by Journeyman Distillery. If you buy it and you like blue blue diamond almonds where they have that sriracha flavor smell that smell this they smell identical so there's something familiar about it it does have a little bit of an oakiness i felt did you say oakiness yes okay so a little bit of an oakiness there's a little spice and i and it's it's south saying it's not a complex taste it's not but it's a unique taste to me it's not like everything else i really do enjoy it i got it as a gift from uh, my brother actually for my birthday love it um it came highly recommended, and I typically don't like things that are highly recommended, to be honest, but this one would definitely hit it out of the park. So for me, do you want me to go first on my ranking? Um, you can if you'd like. Okay. For me, I'm going to give it a 7.9, a little bit below Blade & Bow, because I feel like Blade & Bow is sweet all the way through, but definitely above some of the other things that we've ranked recently, which is like Eagle Rare, and I forget what else we ranked recently. Um, Elijah Craig, single batch. Elijah Craig. So it's definitely, if I, if I could, would it be a, a nightly tasting if it was available more frequently than I've never even seen it in a store anywhere? I don't know where my brother got it from, but 
yeah probably i would um but it's it's definitely unique so <clears throat> i'm just looking at my rankings and and i gave uh, blade and bow a five a 5.7 so i definitely enjoyed blade and bow uh much more than the journeyman distillery um so I, i'm gonna give uh i'm gonna give buggy whip wheat a 5.5 5.5 uh, really yes, yep yep interesting so i mean you also gave buffalo trace a 4.9 which yes. just blows my mind <laughs> when you said you drink it as a sip right <laughs> So five point five. That's I mean that's okay. I think it's it's a unique taste, and you like blade. I, I enjoy blade and bow definitely better. But I think this is where blade and bow is more of a streamlined taste. And I, I don't know. It's really not because the the fermentation process and the the way they process blade and bow is much different than anything else. But blade and bow is smooth from beginning to end. That that's what I feel. This has a spiciness to it and very unique flavor. You know what? I, I'm going to change my ranking. <clears throat> o- only because, only because, when we typically rank and sip and, and, and taste bourbons, this is a straight up whiskey made with 100% wheat. Mm-hmm. And it is a pretty delicious whiskey. I think so. Uh, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna change my ranking. I apologize to our two listeners um, for the confusion. <laughs> so I'm gonna go from a 5.5 to a 6.9. Wow! It, it's a hundred percent wheat whiskey. It is it is very tasty. It is very easy to drink. No burn. Very smooth. You can drink it neat or with a cube or two. But I I, I really like I really like it. That's your highest ranking. Yeah. No. no. Yes, it ties. Smoke wagon is up there. Oh yes, I'm sorry, I missed smoke wagon. Yes, smoke wagon is your highest. Yep. Yes. So um, I think that concludes our episode 12. It does. Hope it everybody enjoyed it. And actually, tonight is the first presidential debate, so make sure you listen to Ross Perot what he's got to say. Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to tune into our next episode if you like what you heard. Share with someone you like or maybe dislike. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, iTunes, Podbeam, Google Cast, Pandora, YouTube, your sister's ass, and Spotify. Be sure to smash that subscribe and follow button too. If you have any questions or comments or want to give us some feedback, you can hit us up at the Rad Dad Show at gmail.com.